This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the dub is also where the engineer becomes the artist, where the engineer uses his skill on the, on the board to give a new, a new life to maybe an old rhythm. And this is our sidetrack episode for the week. This is No Filler Podcast. My name is Quentin, and with me is my brother Travis. Uh, as you heard in that in that little interview piece that we played, um, down tempo music and electronic music has a history of sampling uh, things, right? Sampling vocal tracks, sampling uh, other other instruments, uh, things that have already been recorded, whatever. Uh, there's a, there's a history um, that goes back to um, reggae and dub, or, or a subgenre of reggae uh, called dub, that sort of originated in the '60s, and um, dub essentially is um, a, a genre that consists of instrumental remixes of existing recordings. Uh, so it's achieved by manipulating and reshaping the recordings. Uh, emphasizing the drum and bass parts. Uh, so when you listen to a lot of modern down-tempo, you, you trace all of that back to to the dub that was coming out of reggae in the 60s. Uh, particularly a guy named Lee Perry. He went by Scratch Perry. Lee Scratch Perry. Uh, Richard Dorfmeister uh, listed him as one of his favorite dub reggae artists. And so... Um, Pat Metheny, to tie it to Tosca, they sampled uh, this track that we're going to play for you in one of their songs off of um, JAC, the name of the album. So Q, what do you got? Uh, There's a really cool website called whosampled.com. If you're you're curious about where a sample comes from and a song that you really like, 
chances are this website's going to have the original recording uh, for that sample. It's pretty cool. And you can even like jump straight to the part of the song that has that sample on the website. And so I thought for our sidetrack, I would check out some samples that Tosca pulled from. And Pat Metheny came up, his album Watercolors, which came out in 1977. Uh, Tosca sampled just a tiny bit of his guitar work for their song Rondo a Capriccio. Um, this is actually one of my favorite Tosca songs, dude. Yeah, it's it's good, man. It's so it it definitely keeps you interested the entire time. There's so much stuff that goes on in the song. Yeah, yeah, I love and, it. And, and and things that come out of left field almost, you know. Yeah. So for this sidetrack, we're gonna kinda play bits and pieces of each song just to kinda hone in on the sample from Pat Metheny. So first we're gonna play just uh, uh we're gonna play a clip from uh, the Pat Metheny song that's sampled in the Tosca track. Um, this song is called Ice Fire. It is track two off of Pat Metheny's second studio album, Watercolors, which came out in 1977. So it goes on like that for like six minutes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, very light, quiet, um, almost like a meditative, like jazz song. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the whole album. It's really pretty. It's not even really, it's not even really um, jazz. You know what I mean? It's not like a traditional jazz. No. I mean, it's very, uh, I don't want to say fusion because it's not blending like blues and jazz together or anything like that. It's just um, almost like ambient guitar music. You know what I mean? It's nice. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, I really like it too. I never, I mean, I you know, I know the name Pat Metheny, but I never really got into him. I just know that he's a super well-respected jazz guitar player. Yeah, he's extremely versatile. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... 
So, all right. So, so we heard that. Now, um, I think it's going to, when we play this Tosca song, it's going to, it's going to jump out immediately. But what's interesting um, is to hear what they do with it. You know what I mean? And that's what's always, like, it's always interesting to me when you hear these samples to be like, number one, you know, well, not so much with songs, but like when they sample, and you'll hear a lot of this in this song as well, when they sample the vocal stuff, like how did they come across it and what made them think, hey, this will be good in one of our songs, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, let's play it first, because uh, yeah, I, I kind of want to get into this too, but I, I want okay. I want everyone to be able to hear it first. So here, here's a clip from, from the Tosca track off of JAC, it is track one, it's called Rondo. Capriccio. In case you missed it, the Pat Metheny sample came in around 25 seconds into the song. And I've actually got... Here, dude. Let's do this for, for all of our, our dear listeners. Alright, so here's the Pat Metheny sample from Ice Fire. Here's the part from that song that they sampled. Okay, so that tiny little guitar line, they don't even use that entire part. They just... Yeah, it's really, it's the first chord and the last chord of that sample. It's just the first little strum. Yeah, and they, they just echo it. It's the, well, we'll see, but it's a, it's a, it is a chord, like it's a chord change. So it's like the first chord yeah. and then the second chord, they isolate those and then play the next part. Yeah, so here's the part from Rondo Acapriccio that samples that Pat Metheny line. 
Right there, that's it. Well, then they play the next one, though, too. Mm, here. But they drop it down. Yeah, right. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So they might be working with the... Yeah, that's it. They, yeah, they might be working with just that one initial chord, and then they they modify it and drop it down. Because I think in the past, any song is good. But yeah, either way, it's like, you know, they took it. They obviously, they're adding some delay to it. That's why it's kind of echoing. But that's it. And that's all they did. And it plays throughout the rest of the it's song. It's just a tiny little part. Here's what I always wonder, dude. Because um, I've tried to, I've, I've dabbled in making sample-based music. It's not fucking easy for one. But like, I always wonder... So for this track, Rondo Acapriccio, did they did they start with this Pat Metheny sample? You know, like what what is it that started them down the path to making this song? Well, like when you listen to the 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 killer bass line that plays throughout this whole song, I feel like yeah. I feel like the Pat Metheny song. Um, so, okay, so here, hold on. Let's 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 talk about this for a second. Did they have this song, the bass line? Did they start with the bass line, and then look for samples that had, uh, that were in the key of the song? You know what I mean? I doubt it, dude. I doubt well, maybe it. because it's either it's either the reason I say that is because the bass line, uh, um, is playing the same notes, I guess, as, as the Pat Metheny song, like like. Yeah, it's it, you know they exi- obviously. Well, that makes me think that they started with the Matheny. I don't know, dude. Then... It, you know, you never know. But well, here here we go. Let me, let me read this quote. Let's go back to this magazine interview that they did. We talked about it in the full length episode. Um, this is Future Music. This was an interview back in March of 2015. Uh, they are asked. Okay, listen to this. How, so the interview question is, how are your roles separated in the studio? And Richard Dorfmeister says, traditionally, I take care of the programming, but there's no strict separation in the studio. Over the years, we've developed a special workflow. First, we make up a draft built around a basic idea that can be a bass riff, a sequencer line, or whatever. And this early stage is very much driven by emotions and feelings. Then we add guitars or keyboards and try to save the best parts, taking care of the recording quality to avoid unnecessary hiss or noise. Okay, a lot of this is unnecessary to what we're talking about. But what he says is like, what, what did they say right there? They, they start with a basic idea, like a bass line or whatever, and then they build on it and build on it. So yeah, we'll never know if 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 they heard that Metheny track and worked from there. But my thinking is they probably didn't because especially when you hear all they did was grab that one chord. So it's almost like, you know, they, they, they wanted that chord to be played. It's hard. To, it's hard to say, man, because it's, you know, think about how crazy that is too. It's like, all right, well, we got this killer bass line, um, and we want to play this chord and they can just play it on the piano. What's stopping them from just playing it on the piano and making it, or just grabbing a guitar and just playing it and strumming it. You know, it's crazy. That's what makes down tempo so cool to me. Right. I mean, something as random as uh, a, a just a random Pat Metheny song. A Pat song. Metheny track from '77. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, let's just grab this one chord." <laughs> you know, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, if you hop back on the that website I was talking about, who sampled? Yeah. Uh, just yeah, go to the Tosca section 
on that website and just look at the fucking shit that they've sampled in some of their songs. It's just so random. I mean, it's just, it blows my mind. Well, so, um, I actually, I went and found another interview, uh, this, this magazine called flaunt flaunt magazine. It's like a culture, art, fashion, music magazine. And it was just a really quick, like really casual interview. They just took some photos from their studio and, and like shared it with flaunt. And there's a picture of this this giant kind of a modular shelving system with a bunch of records in it. And they just say, uh, you know, they're basically going from like thing to thing and, and just explaining each photo. And they're like, and also we have a lot of records here. Good to dig in the crates and find pure gold occasionally. So yeah, it's part of the studio. They have these, re- these a ton of records in the studio. And so, you know, we know that they were heavily influenced by a lot of stuff. So he probably just grabbed his methane and put it on. And, um, and maybe was listening for that, that chord, you know, that, that note, Yeah. because if they wanted to add that note to that song, you know, but like I said, you'll never, we'll never know. Right. But yeah, it's, it's, I got to talk about the vocal piece that they sampled because really that's one of my favorite samples in a Tosca song. Um, the the uh, Here, the female. I'm just gonna play it again, and I'm I'll 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 play it right at the part where she starts talking. I just love it so much, man. Might as well just fucking play it. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. Good morning to everyone that has just tuned in to this program. This is Lin Sin Sin from Singapore. I shall now read to you a poem in Mandarin. What, where the fuck did they get that, dude? What is that? Uh, dude, I'm trying to find it. Um, <laughs> like, like, I'm trying to type that into Google, like those exact words. Just those exact words, yeah. Like, And it just takes me to Tosca. Good morning to everyone who tuned into just tuned this in. program. Yeah. I'm going to read you this poem in Mandarin. <laughs> yeah. So, from what from that quote that you read to me from that interview... Um, that makes me think that they they go searching for these cool um, vocal clips last. It seems like if they you know if they start yeah. with something as like a simple bass line, and then they add uh, guitar lines and stuff afterwards, it makes me think that they probably after that go and look for cool little vocal uh, well, tracks to uh, add on there. Yeah, so that was Richard's answer, and Rupert adds on to that. He says. I often bring pre-recorded material with me. Sounds from field recordings yeah. or sessions I did with musicians or piano or bass recordings, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. So, well, yeah. Um, definitely listen to that whole song. And we'll have it on the playlist, um, the February playlist. Listen to Rondo Acapricio all the way through because um, that, that sample... It keeps going throughout the whole song. It's really cool. And then and then they add that really strange male vocal sample too. I don't even Where remember he, what he's you're like. He, about. It almost sounds like an opera uh, Italian uh, guy or something. He's yelling. Oh yeah, almost. yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's it's really strange. But yeah, again, yeah. There's a lot of we, great songs on on JAC. I really like that album a lot. Yeah, yeah. And as we said in the in, in the in the Tosca episode, you know. This is what this is what we meant when we were, or what I guess what that quote where it's like, you can put this on in the background and just let it play, or, you know, when you dig 
a little bit deeper and you try to find these samples and stuff, that's when it starts to get really interesting and, it, and you start to really appreciate like what it, what goes into making a Tosca song or a great down-tempo song, you know what I mean? Just well, the fact that like, the, the, like, like we said, it's literally one chord from a yeah, that's Pat what I was about to song say, like, in 1977. It's nuts, man. Right, it is great. Yeah, right. So we know for a fact, yeah, they sampled one tiny little snippet from this Pat Metheny song. I mean, this website, I wish it would have done more homework for me, but that's all that they have listed under samples for Rondo Acapriccio. In other words, they don't fucking know. No one, no one knows. I mean, it's all, it's all, it's a crowdsourced website. Yeah, thing, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you know, if you recognize a sample, you can, you can submit, uh, you know, links to the actual track and stuff on that website. So that's all they have for this song. But who knows, man? They could have sampled the bass line. They could have sampled the drums, and they probably did. Yeah, I it's mean, I really think, the, cool. I think the. I think the baseline I bet you is theirs, but but yeah, you never know, Maybe. dude. You never know. You never, you, you never know. Um, but that's what I that's what I love about down tempo. That's what I really appreciate it, and that's something that that totally just went over my head when I was younger. You know, we were kind of talking about that in the yeah. Tosca episode. Like we were too young to really appreciate electronic music when we were growing up, but that's because I didn't really understand how like. It, it's not easy, dude. <laughs> it's really not easy to, to, to make music like this. But one thing, so one thing that I've noticed, the older I get, the more I start to branch out with music. Back when, when I was young, young, it was mostly rock. And that was it. The older I get, I think if you're a music lover, um, that's just naturally what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Because, you know, and I usually go through like cycles where it's like, all right, I'm in a, I'm in a heavy, like, uh, jazz phase and I'm listening to a lot of jazz and then I'll switch over to something else. But, uh, I think, I think that's what down tempo, that's why down tempo is so great. It's cause you're going to hear, you're going to hear jazz. You're going to hear, it, it's like, it's not being able to listen to a jazz, jazz and electronic mixed together. You know what I mean? Or, you know, uh, dub thrown in there or it, with Tosca, especially, I mean, they have so many different genres that bleed in and make up a Tosca track. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So um, that was just a. Usually we don't play another track from the same artist for the sidetrack, but I'm kind of glad that we got to play another Tosca track. You know, especially Rondo Acapriccio, because I'm I'm with you. That's one of my favorite Tosca tracks as well. And yeah, you got to hear that. I love um, it. Man. And you know, you got to hear some Pat Metheny as well, which is cool. Um, we would never have, have have talked about that album. I don't think. Um, no way. So again, it's like, dude. And listen, man. Hey, look, okay. Let's just look, dude. As as a music fan, I'm I'm just gonna get a little excited here. This is what I love about music, dude. Like, yeah, Pat Metheny. I know his name. Uh, you know, I know he's a he's a jazz guitar player. If I didn't decide to go dig a little deeper uh on on some tosca samples you know well for one if i didn't have that website uh but like that's that's what i love so much about music it's just never ending like the stuff that you discover yeah i agree man i'm gonna listen to this watercolors album all the way through for sure and i'm probably gonna check out more of pat Metheny's uh albums now and he's got a ton of them man uh, you know, it's just it's just yeah. never ending, and that's what I love about music. And I hope 
that we have enough listeners out there that share that love for music. Um, I just love it, dude. And I think we should probably let's close out this sidetrack episode with another. So there's another really great song on this Pat Metheny album um, that I really like. It's got like a it's it's Spanish guitar, really. It's called Oasis. Flamenco. It's uh, on the album after Ice Fire. It's really good, and uh, yeah, we can close out close out this sidetrack with 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 that song. So that should do it for us midweek here. Um, again, like Travis mentioned, we're going to dive into Crosby, Stills, and Nash, their first studio album, which is self-titled, right? That's correct. That's going to be fun, I'm man. Excited, it's going to be fun. Really? I'm really excited because I haven't, I, I never gave this album a good solid listen all the way through. I've start, I listened to a couple of songs on there uh, just while I had time to. Uh, a couple days ago and i man i loved it dude i'm 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 gonna listen to the rest of it in the next couple days it's just really enjoyable music to listen to um yeah and and um at the same time and we'll dive into to this it's um these are protest songs some of them are protest songs you know i mean this was okay that this was that era you know i mean this was that that time in music where where um where these artists were like keyed into the to the to the issues and, and and rallying behind um protests and stuff and and starting protests yeah, just like credence clearwater dude yeah exactly it's that's what i'm saying man it's that it's just that decade where where music was was about um getting a message across you know what i mean yeah for sure well so that should do it for us this week check back in a few days uh we'll have our our next episode up on crosby stills and nash and uh again we're going to we're going to close out this episode with another track from that Pat Metheny album. Uh, again, the album is called Watercolors. It's his second studio album. It came out in 1977. And this is, uh, I believe, track three on the album. It's called Oasis. All right. Thanks for listening. My name is Quentin. My name is Travis. All right. Take care.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.